How is it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the Fibers one, the Apex out, Jacob. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, check that out. Afternoon. I know. I almost said evening. Uh, <laughs> can we can we just pretend at this point, or is that not acceptable? Good evening, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sun's out, bright and shiny outside too. It's very nice. Windows wide open. Windows wide open. <laughs> Can't breathe today because of that. You got all the the fall pollens in the face. Yes, left with the windows open because you know seemed like yeah. a good idea until I woke up and it was, I was like SpongeBob when he didn't have water. <laughs> <laughs> the first when thing that makes me think is the little sh- the shriveled lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's great. Man, I was, yeah, I'm surprised you like didn't freeze to death because it was like 50 degrees for some reason. I shouldn't have. I was too busy uh, getting <laughs> you know, chapped up. You're real chapped up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's how I would want to wake up. Just dry, no substance of moisture in my body. <laughs> and I had a puppy on my face. It was oh, yeah. not really a puppy anymore. <laughs> Very large puppy. Yeah. Chunky. What is uh, the classification for a puppy? A couple months? A year? You know what? I'm gonna. Is that a thing? Google magic. Because people are always like, "Oh, I got this puppy." Like, like, sir, your dog is is six years old. (laughs) (laughs) When does a puppy stop stop being a puppy? When is a puppy no longer classified as a puppy? It's like the whole Uh, thing with like a like a pony isn't a isn't a baby horse. You know what? You're right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I want a pony. <laughs> like, that's a whole nother breed. It's not even a thing. No, I want that pony to be into a horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yes, yeah, sir. We don't we don't make those. We don't make ponies. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to so, refer to the other catalog. <laughs> yeah. Check out our, our special deal. It's in that section. Yeah. Ponies uh, are us. <laughs> large breed dogs <laughs> mature into, into adults at about 15 months and smaller breed puppies are only nine months so, so i'm probably between we'll call it a year because she's in the middle because i don't know what she is <laughs> <laughs> what is my animal so you say it could be anywhere from nine to 16 months is what you're saying that's what it's looking like that's a very large a, spacing. It is. That'd be like saying, like, yeah, you can be an adult from age of twelve to eighteen. <laughs> Anywhere yeah, in there. Just pick. Whatever you feel like being that adult. I think it depends on what you do. Depends on what you do. Your career stance in life. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm just selling rental movies, I'm not quite an adult yet. Just nah, not quite yet. Not quite. Yet. Working on it though. Unless I work at like the water treatment facility or a, like a man job <laughs> yeah, yeah no. you're right maybe that's what I it is when i was not an adult i pumped gas yeah it's not an adult job yeah it isn't as long as you got your fingers are strong enough to squeeze the handle to, to let the petro flow i think uh i mean that could be anybody near about you're right a baby could do it a baby could almost do it <laughs> hey speak, speaking <laughs> of baby 
<laughs> right before we got out here, I had this page open. I was looking for uh, where the new Life is Strange came out that long ago, and then they're they're doing a remaster version. I was like, oh, maybe they'll bring back their uh, the the vinyls of like the first couple games because mm. I'd like to scoop up that first one and uh, before the storm. So I went on there to check on Square's website. And on the front page, there is a uh, doll that's coming out for sale. Not Life is Strange. I think it's uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. But it's a uh, price of gentleman's $980. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, oh, it's it looks nice. It's lifelike. Wow. Uh, the bottom of the shoes have details. So I mean, I would hope the details had details at $900 some dollars. Pretty big deal. <laughs> that's no, insane. It's, it's big, though. I think it's a it's twenty four inches. So, even though, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm not getting it. I just I figured you, you know, I know you're going to order it up. Absolutely, I'm going to order both one actually. Ooh. Now that now that you mention it, you know, I mean, the, obviously, They're big gifts for both of us. How about I order you one, <laughs> and you so, order me one? What did you say? <laughs> How about I order both? I order us both one, and then you can order one, and then we'll have an extra one for no reason, right? And we can sell that no. on Craigslist. Yeah, that's, that's the, the point you're going to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got this two-foot doll. Two-foot doll. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I would put in the description, too. Just two-foot doll. Two-foot doll, 1500 1500 No Lights to offer. Put, put lifelike. <laughs> lifelike. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we you want to see the people pulling up to your door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you might not get the, the most appropriate messages back. You know what? You're right. I think the description needs to be a little less vague, maybe, because that, that, that's going into a, an area of gray. Mm. Life like two foot doll. <laughs> <laughs> Craigslist. Oh, Must, my, got, <laughs> they are they they're they're not cat ears and they're not bunny ears. Mm. That's the uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyways, this is a video game podcast, if anybody didn't know. <laughs> News to me. Where we uh, bring you the latest uh, listings on Craigslist. No. <laughs> I came here to talk about ponies. I don't know what to no, ponies. I mean, we can all have ponies, but they'll never be horses. I don't it's care what you do. Day. Sad day. Well, it sounds like you've uh, rehydrated your body a little bit, so that's great. Yeah, I'm moving now. <laughs> <laughs> But I did have a, a random random fact here. Uh, video game related, obviously, because it's a video game podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> when uh, Deathloop came out, it was doing quite well on Steam. But then a game called Gas Station Simulator came out. And it oh, actually outsold, outsold Deathloop on Steam. Get out of here. <laughs> I swear to you. <laughs> it was a uh, top seller. Check that out. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I guess it it popped up right on my first like the the very first thing on the feed at Steam. I forget what it's called on there. Like yeah, the your picks part right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get this. Yeah, I was looking on there and I was like, wow. <laughs> how can it? How how's a game like this beat like a AAA studio game on on Steam? Simulation and it's a, game. Yeah, and it's a sim. Yeah, that's a very like like. That's like me and you and like three other people play those games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I think uh, it's us. 
just, Markiplier because he played <laughs> he played that uh, power washer simulator like nobody's business. Hey, you know what? That game actually looked really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched a bunch of him and it it looked very relaxing. It looks nice. I mean, I don't know something about that. It's it's and I had like a real itch to play a simulation game lately. So that game that game is one of the ones that I was looking at. I was like, wow, this you know this could be something. <laughs> And I, I did see some of his videos and I was like, well, this could actually be, this could be me right now. Like just power washing something. That's great. Doing it up. Buying S- superpower nozzles. Spraying the hydro everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just, it just shocked me that that game could, you know, I mean, especially where death loops an exclusive, like, and the only other place to buy it would be steam. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I thought the the sales. I mean, right now, obviously, it's beating Gas Station Simulator in the in the long road, but it had that that spur of a moment where victory was not so sudden. Yeah, it had that title for a second. <laughs> Got to pick it up. That and uh, what was the one I sent you? I think the previous week, <laughs> Bum Simulator. Yeah, yeah. I looked at that one too. I was like, oh, this could be also me. Hey, you ever play that <laughs> game on your phone? It's called. Uh, Virtual beggar, I think is what it's called. No, you have to look that up. That's actually a a, a decent clicker, uh, clicker game. But uh, you you play as this homeless guy, and you start from like like nothing, and then you end up buying like a business or something, and they earn money for you, and you can buy like cars and stuff. But it's just a clicker game right now. Yeah, that's it's a great game. You just bum money from people. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, you need to install that. It's great. I'm doing it right now. You're like, this is, you know what? This is the next uh, cookie clicker of the year. Yeah. Boy, I'm close to buying cookie clicker too. For your smooth four ninety nine, I think I seen it on there for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work that finger out. Yeah. Oh, right. Anyways, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. Also, you can find us on patreoncom slash respawn or, of course, you can support the show, and we always appreciate that. But story number one, we have Heavy Rain developer Quantic Dream r- rumored to be making a Star Wars game. Mm-mm. So this is this is great that you just mentioned uh, Life is Strange as a being a, uh, uh, yeah. you know, like a dialogue-driven kind of game. Story-driven. But uh, this that could be something. No, it was, it was actually the uh, correlation between the two, really. But uh, Jared Moore at IGN says, Quantic Dream, the developer behind Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, is rumored to be making a Star Wars game. The rumor has surfaced courtesy of French YouTuber Goitouz. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> reports that the studio is signed on with Disney. This follows the company's shift to multi-platform after a long history of working exclusively with Sony. As ever, all rumors should be taken to face uh, taken at face value, but Dual Shockers reports that its own sources that confirm the Quantic Dream is working on a Star Wars game. The site reports that its source provided overwhelming evidence of having connections with Quantic Dream and that a Star Wars game has been the studio's project for around 18 months. The report notes that it is unclear what exactly the 18-month time frame entails, but rumors within the French developer community suggest the game may have only begun full development in the past few months. So I know you're not a huge Star Wars head, uh, but you do like the the very uh, story driven games, uh, such mm-hmm. as like Life is Strange or maybe the Telltale series, like Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, all the Quantum Dream ones. Yeah, and you you definitely I, I know you probably definitely played Heavy Rain. 
Um, yes, sir. Is Beyond Two Souls one of their their productions as well? It is. You yeah, know that what? Is. That's I think the only one I haven't played, and I have it. Do I have it installed anymore? Uh oh. I heard that one's. I actually seen the, the the gameplay of that one, and that one's pretty remarkable. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, what what do you think of uh, usually Star Wars games are uh, portrayed as like an action adventures or action RPGs or something along those lines? How do you feel about a game that's narrative driven in a Star Wars universe? I think that uh, I, I think it could work out because of just because of uh, the last one uh, that Quantum Dream did. Um, Detroit because that was a lot of there was a lot of broken down story in that but there was also a lot of action points um, which I think Star Wars could also equal that too and well then again Heavy Rain was that way too you know what take everything I just said and yes yes <laughs> can you just put some brackets around that quote and just yeah. put yes <laughs> well I was thinking the, the other one the old old one that they did um Oh, Indigo Prophecy. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I think the other name for it was Fahrenheit. That one was a lot of action, quick time. Uh, and and they're all pretty dark stories that they have. So I think they could do Star Wars right and give it something. Yeah. Uh, on, on the darker side of it. Hey. The dark side. <laughs> <laughs> also, not on for What a connection. Ooh. Man, you're really Man, on I, fire today. We should probably do this earlier. This is... <laughs> What do you mean? It's evening. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just, <laughs> nah, just kidding. I mean, it's nighttime. Uh, I had to pull my curtain <laughs> shut. Started hissing a little bit when the sun beamed through. I was like, huh? <laughs> but no, I think this would be, I, I think this could actually work. Cause you, there's so many other Star Wars games. Like you got, you know, like battlefront, you got, uh, the last Jedi. Or no, the fallen order, not the movie. Jesus, the, <laughs> the game, uh, fallen order. You know, that was a, I think that was probably, probably my favorite Star Wars game. But I mean, they always kind of make them in the same kind of way. Like, uh, you know, you got your, you either playing as a stormtrooper, playing as a Jedi, just hacking stuff up. But you got like Force Unleashed was literally like an arcade game. <laughs> yes. You run around and just, I mean, not saying that that's not enjoyable. It was great. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both, both those games were great. But you just run around and just hack stuff up. It's just a hack and slash. But seeing something where, you know, Star Wars does have a very intricate and deep story connected to all the lightsaber slang and all that good stuff. Uh, but they, I yeah. think they could develop an original story. I don't think this should be anything connected to the main line. No, I think they should pull from like some of the books, the, the older books, uh, a lot of the comic series, because that all goes into stories that never even get Absolutely. any kind of adaptation. Oh, well, yeah. that's how what the Clone Wars the the animated series came about right yeah i think they had a whole uh thing on that but they, i mean they had the clone wars movie which was episode mm. two but i mean but they the, did like a huge like the uh not anime but well there there is an anime coming out too it's already out actually star wars Visions. oh my god what am i doing yeah. i actually watched the first episode get out of here yeah. <laughs> where do i see it it's on uh disney is it disney you have to get them get on disney a reminder Oh, it's 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 very anime. <laughs> That's what I mean for uh, Star Wars. Uh, actually, it was like uh, the the first episode. We're way off topic now, but first episode <laughs> of Star Wars Visions, it was uh, like almost like Coruscant mode, like you would see in uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh man! And it was like in the in the it wasn't like the animation 
was like almost like hand drawn. Like it showed like the wavy like pencil lines and stuff like where they were like walking and moving around. Mm-hmm. And I was where it was in black and white, but the only thing in color was like the blaster shots and lightsabers, which made oh, it okay. it made it really pop. It was really eye pleasing, really. But uh, the episodes are real short. I think it was maybe fourteen minutes, so you can really like sit down and just like, hey, I'm gonna watch this for a couple minutes. That's gonna happen right after this. So. Actually, why while, while we're recording, probably not. <laughs> yeah, but I go ahead. I already pulled it up on my side. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was cool. I, I'll probably uh, flick them on here and there where they're so short. Uh, but it was neat. I mean, the animation looked, I mean, it was fantastic, really. And it still had that. Uh, it really, it just felt like they took the Star Wars universe and just put it in Japan. <laughs> mm. It was, it was great. Like, like, like the, the Batman one. Yeah, like the Ooh. guy's lightsaber, actually, <laughs> even though the lightsaber, you know, retracts into the hilt, he uh, actually sheathed it <laughs> into like a, oh. <laughs> like the samurai <laughs> thing, like uh, the sword holder oh, thing. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> basically, <laughs> now I need a new belt. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I'm not going to ask questions, but it, he he definitely was there. Space magic. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch to see if you're into it. But uh, Quantum Dream making a Star Wars game, yeah, I I completely uh think this is something that could be done, uh especially narrative driven and and making like like an until dawn kind of like butterfly effect kind of star Wars game where you could definitely yeah. balance like the light side, dark side thing, like almost perfectly in a, a game built like that. That's exciting. Thinking about that. They could really work it in. They got yeah. a perfect, perfect style for that. Yeah. It, it could be done like real beautifully. So hopefully they kind of like incorporate that in a, in a way that's not like too shallow. Like really you could put some real good depth on that. And I, I know it's going to look good, too. Uh, Detroit looked beautiful. Yeah, that's what I want to get back. I, that's one I haven't played. Uh, I've seen most like most of these ones are really good games to watch. So I always just watch gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. Like they're just good stories to kind of like grasp. But like I've seen uh, Indigo, uh, Heavy Rain. I've seen uh, Beyond Two Souls. Uh, Detroit's one I haven't haven't tinkered with yet. Uh, that is one that was on my list for a long time. And I actually have it free where it was on PlayStation plus. They gave it out right. and, uh, yeah. just been, I've just been waiting for the right time, I guess, to find some narrative driven like that. That one's so cool. They, they let mapped it out. So it'll show you, I think at the end of each arc or each chapter, it shows you like your choices on the, on like the tree. Mm. And then it'll also show you, all the other arcs, like you can see how many spots shot off from each place and it'll show you which ones your friends went. Hey, check that out. And, and the percentage of what you pick compared to the rest of the, the player base. I do like when they do that. The telltale, uh, walking dead series did something similar like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, that was pretty cool. It's like when you, when it says, Oh, only 12% of players chose that decision. You automatically know you're screwed at that point. <laughs> this was, done, this yep. was clearly not the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, I goofed. Oh, somebody's dying. <laughs> but story number two, we got Fortnite is blacklisted now by Apple. Man, this is, uh, this- we, we, we mentioned we'd be right back on this and here we are. Yeah. Here we are. And I, I think I said the opposite way. I was like, you know what? Fortnite shouldn't even go back on there. 
Yeah. Well, Apple was just, but oh, no. guess what? <laughs> <laughs> they made that decision for him. Yeah, don't worry about it, Tim Sweeney. We got yeah, you. You <laughs> done did it. You ain't going to give me my 30%. <laughs> but uh, Nicole Carpenter at Polygon says, following the ruling in a Fortnite creator, Epic Games lawsuit against Apple. Epic CEO Tim Sweeney says Apple will blacklist Fortnite for its ecosystem until it appeals process makes the judgment final. Apple lied, Sweeney said on Twitter. Apple spent a year telling the world, the court, and the press they'd welcome Epic's return to the App Store if they agreed to play by the same rules as everyone else. Epic agreed, and now Apple has... Ren... What is that even? I don't know. Is that a typo? That ain't a word. Anyway, they went back (laughs) on what they said. Yeah, they went back on what they said. But uh, they were saying that it didn't abuse its uh, monopoly power over a billion users. Sweeney said that Apple's decision could keep Fortnite off iOS and Mac platforms for as long as five years as the appeal process plays out. Though Epic Games has appealed the court's ruling in the Apple case, Sweeney promised that Epic Games would adhere to Apple's guidance or guidelines should the company get its developer's account back. The account, which gives access uh, developers access to Apple tools, was suspended last year, which sparked the lawsuit. Sweeney tweeted Wednesday that Apple has declined the request to reinstate the developer program account. And in light of this, the other statement said that court's decision, coupled with Epic's duplicitous, duplicitous conduct in the past, Apple has exercised its discretion not to reinstate Apple's development program at this time. Apple lawyer Mark A. Perry wrote in the email that Epic publisher by Sweeney, furthermore, Apple will not consider any farther request for reinstatement until the district court's judgment becomes final and non-appealable. An Epic Games representative told Polygon that it had no farther comment. We've reached out to Apple for more information as well. Yeah, I think they just whip the thesaurus out and use any kind of words in here on a lot of these. Uh... Uh, yeah, they're not very standard words. Duplicitous. What is this word? And I'm really telling you. I just don't understand. Welcome to our... Uh... Grammar lesson for the week. Grammar lesson. Look at the type that in Google and look at the the breakdown on how you pronounce it. It's a a D <laughs> in parentheses <laughs> Y with an accent above two O's. <laughs> There's some upside down E's in there. What is what is that? I don't, what I don't is, understand. What is that sound? I, I don't know. Deceitful. <laughs> yeah, why do they just deceitful? That's that's a word we are all common with. Let's just do that. Treacherous. Yeah. Anyways, Polygon, or, or not Polygon, geez. Epic Games, it's, I think they were saying up to five years wouldn't be able to put uh, Fortnite back on the Apple Store until, you know, this is appealed or, or whatever the process is complete. Uh, where do you stand on it? You think this is smart for Apple or smart for is it good for Epic just not to have to deal with Apple at all? Or where, where do you stand on it? I think Apple is very bitter. Uh, but I, I, I will, like I said before, I still thought that Epic shouldn't even go back on there, uh, not by like Apple's choice, but like Epic deciding to do it just because, yeah, they might lose out on some people on there, but they're still going to have everybody else and people just go play it on another platform. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm half and half with it. I agree on Epic's side of them uh, saying that Apple is trying to be a monopoly and control over everything that's on their platform more than what they already do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Me personally, I mean, that's one of the reasons that turns me off of anything Apple related because they're so they're so defined by themselves and how they handle a lot of their merchandise and purchases and stuff on their on digital platforms. And it's like, like, I don't want to go through all these hoops and boundaries to try to use something on your device. You know, it's like uh, like iTunes, for instance, like anyone like iPods and all that stuff came a thing and, and Apple phones. And it's like, you got to use iTunes just to put music or whatever it is on your device. I mean, you can't put it through like third party unless you're doing things that probably shouldn't be doing, you know, to get that, that stuff on there. But mm-hmm. uh, their, their whole ecosystem is so just Apple, 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 Apple. And it's, it's not about anybody else. And, you know, you can see this just, you know, right here, plain as day that, you know, okay, Fortnite's not going to cooperate. They don't need to be part of the, the the Apple ecosystem. Yeah, I guess you're not part of the Apple family now yeah. or ever. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're basically <laughs> banishing him. <laughs> banishing Epic right out of the uh, the Apple uh, family. Yeah, that's yeah, a good way to say it. Them. Yeah, they put them right outside the gates. <laughs> you come back in five years and we can talk about this again. <laughs> Where I've been playing Horizon, they... They exile them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's all kind of a little bit silly. It's, it's a little bit, bit childish. Silly. It's a bit like very bitter. Like I said, like mm, well, you're not going to play by our rules. This will will show you. They they agree all in court, and then as soon as it's out, they're like, Nah, dog. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not a big fan of saying like you know Epic Games is always in the in the in you know the, the positive either. <laughs> yeah, I mean they charge like ridiculous amounts for rebucks, and they got enough revenue in a yearly in a yearly financial year for Fortnite that's like in the billions. You know, making money off like and and the thing with the thing with Epic that gets me with Fortnite is the stuff they put on Fortnite is is directly targeted for kids. And they know yes. that kids are going to enjoy the content that they put on there because, I mean, it's, it's all a media and a marketing thing. Like if you put a skin on there that's trending on Twitter at the current time, like the uh, like the what did they put on there? Well, to think. The, the Eddie Brock and Venom skin just went up. Yeah. Well, I can understand those because it's a license, like a Marvel thing. But some of the other ones uh, they do. Other stuff, um, like the stalk man, stock man, that guy, they put him in there. Oh, was he on there? Yeah, they, <laughs> I want to say they put, yeah, they put him in there, and you know that was just something that was like on Twitter. You know, kids, oh man, it's trending. I gotta get, I gotta have the newest skin. You know, and same goes for the um, dances. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, dances are are usually hit songs at that moment. Yep. I think the last time I was on Fortnite, uh, they had just released like the BTS songs. I mean, that makes sense. And they're cool. I mean, they they add some like the animations plus all the uh, ooh, what do I want to say, sparkly glitter effects. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't like how they uh, they market it. Like, mm-hmm. it is very targeted. It's very targeted. They know. They know who their consumers are and they know that they will buy things or ask for money or cards. <laughs> yeah, that's the real problem with it. I mean, the kids aren't the actual ones purchasing any of this. It's, 
their parents or whatever guardian figure they have in their life. Yeah. When I previously worked in retail, it was uh, a daily occurrence that parents would come in to buy either the Fortnite cards or uh, currency cards for, for the different consoles. Yeah. Ah, they're getting their weekly Fortnite or they did yeah. good today. So they get a Fortnite card. Yeah. And that, now that's positive. Like, you know, if you did something, okay, here's something for it. Like I can understand that, but for kids to spend hundreds of dollars, you know, on Fortnite, I just don't, I don't agree with that. That's the, that's kind of where I, I I draw the line with the the Epic thing and and how they go about their, their digital purchases. I tried to stay out of it because you know, it's not my part, but there was a lot of kids that would come in like after a birthday and they'd be like, yeah, can I get like $80 of E-Bucks? I'm like, "Hmm. (laughs) you sure? <laughs> you you could do like a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, you get like a nice new controller or something to go yeah. with your playing Fortnite or, or anything, yeah, you know, you get something physical you can hold. Like, <laughs> probably like three games. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Anyways, I don't know why we're uh, even talking about this. Welcome to the episode where we have a topic and then we talk about other things. <laughs> Our bitterness for Fortnite or anywhere or their market, anyway, should I say? <laughs> yeah, I. But in in the long run, though, I think Apple is uh, it's pretty wrong. I mean, they went back on a not back on a deal, but they went back on something they said. They were playing nice undercover, <laughs> I guess. Basically, they're probably like, hey, you got that in writing? Did I sign that? Yeah, I, I don't remember ever saying that. Yeah, no, never happened. <laughs> Too bad it's our platform. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe if somebody didn't want to go to court over it. Right. Yep. Ah, so childish. I know. Anyways, we got and, better news. Yeah. Oh, no, you can go ahead. No, all I was going to say is we'll be hearing more about this still in the coming. If, App, or if Epic uh, appealed it again. Mm. Yeah, sure we'll see. We'll be back in the courts about it. Oh yeah, it's like like we said, it's it's just gonna run on and on and on for probably what five years. You're gonna be here about yeah. this this freaking <laughs> whatever this is. So buckle up. Yeah, buckle up. It's gonna be like the new cyberpunk, but for five so years happy. instead of six months. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. <laughs> but on store number three, we got the Last of Us Day, which is today. So happy Last of Us Day, sir. Yeah, happy Last of Us Day. Exciting. But uh, I know you're a big collector guy, huh? mm-hmm. but they came out with some, you know, this news is like breaking, like they just came out. So I really didn't read it. Right. I, I didn't even get a read over it completely myself, but since you're the big collectors guy and you were kind of like already in the, in the know here, you want to kind of run us through what we got? Sure. Uh, so coming into this uh, beforehand, I know you and me were talking and we thought it was going to be some information about some of, uh what was the mode in last of us it's been rumored uh the fact it's, it's the factions mode but it's supposed to be yeah. so th- this is what surprised me about this and i'm hoping they come out with some information like you said there might be a wrap-up later 8 p.m eastern time right there right <laughs> yeah i think it was eight but uh yeah they're supposed to come out with a wrap-up at eight i'm hoping that they they're saving what happened because uh first last of us had a factions multiplayer mode 
you can play. And the second game, they're supposed to actually have a standalone multiplayer game called Factions. And where they're not going to actually incorporate this into it, it's going to be a separate purchased uh, you know, piece of content. Uh, it's been rumored. It's supposed to be coming out. It's supposed to be getting updates, uh, you know, statements and some trailers and stuff like that. But I want to say it was supposed to come out quite a while ago, uh, not too long after The Last of Us 2 came out. And now yeah. it's still in production. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking what happened was that they kind of strayed away from what they were going to do, maybe a simpler multiplayer. And they're now they're making it like a full blown like multiplayer Last of Us game, whether that be like a team based thing, kind of like factions was or, or, or whatever they're doing. Uh, I could really see this, you know, like a game like Daisy or something like that and turning like Last of Us uh, ecosystem into something like a survival, like an open, not open world, but uh, kind of like how they did Last of Us, where it's got open areas and uh, make it kind of like a survival multiplayer game. I'd like to uh, see that. It sounds really Ooh. neat, and I feel like they can do a lot of potential with it, but I was really looking forward to seeing like some kind of updates about that game today. As you know, because they they had a they actually released uh, some news earlier before this, stating that they're going to have all new content to talk about. Which I mean, it almost refers directly to them talking about factions. I thought, but that doesn't seem to be the case. But me angrily ranting on. Uh, well, you got some nice collectibles here. You want to tell us about? Them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the the first one, which was a big one for me, I think I told you even I had to get it before we got on here i was like hold on <laughs> uh last of us 2 uh is coming out with a new vinyl it's the covers and rarities so it's going to have pretty much all the actual live songs um w- by the voice artists themselves so uh ashley johnson and troy baker uh and then it also has chris ron Danella on guitar so the couple songs that Joel and Ellie did together uh, throughout there. I'm trying to think of some of the other um, ones that they did in there. Pretty much any of your acoustic songs that were in there itself. So that's going to be something uh, super needed. That That's available on Mondo, actually. Um, I'm not sure yet if it's limited or if it's going to be to a certain date. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says pre-order. Uh, I was trying to see if it told me something. Yeah, so sometimes they'll do it like that for the way Mondo is. Sometimes they'll do pre-orders and they'll just do it to a certain date or they'll do pre-orders and they don't give like a number and they'll just sell them till they're, you know, gone. It's so vul- there's a chance this might still be available uh, through the week. The vinyl is beautiful. Yes, it is. I, a, I, uh, I didn't click this two, till now. Two sides. No, single. Yeah, one one vinyl, two sides. Uh, looks like it's a clear with a gray splatter, and then in the middle, it's kind of got a uh, blue splatter all the way around it too, almost like a gel. It looks like it does look. Like uh, and then every one of these, like everybody's, will be a little bit different. That's just how they're pressed, but looks very pretty for what it is. And this would also complete your collection or add another one to it because there's quite a few Last of Us vinyls already. So that one's super exciting. Uh, after that, oh yeah, the other one. Anybody that enjoys statues, uh, Dark Horse is doing a Joel statue. 
Uh, and this is a limited one, and it's 14.25 inches tall, which is a big old honking statue. <laughs> uh, this one will be available for pre-order until October 29th uh, at 5 p.m. on the Dark Horse website. And it won't ship till about May through July of 2022. But if you look at the detail on this statue, it's beautiful. It does look I really nice. Super one, the statue, because I have a... Uh, Ellie one that came with uh, the collector's edition of it, which was her playing the guitar uh, sitting down on like a piece of, piece of concrete. Oh man, <laughs> there was a there was an Abby one too. I didn't know that. Hmm. This sold out. This Joel one is really uh, it's, it's, it's like perfectly like rendered version of Joel. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, very detailed. Even the like you can see like the roughness of his leather jacket. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Really fantastic. <laughs> the wrinkles in it. It's impressive. It looks very his nice. skin looks like weathered and everything too. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, God. I'm talking myself into it more. The Ellie and Abby one is, yep, sold out. Yeah. The Ellie one I remember in stores uh, at certain places I'd seen. The Abby one I don't actually remember at all. Uh, a few other specs on the statue here. Uh, 14.25 inches tall. It's on a 10-inch diameter base, which uh, looks like just like a wooden floor almost. It's pretty nice. It's really large. Yeah. That's a huge base. <laughs> and it comes with a certificate of authenticity. Mm. It's a good word. It's a good <laughs> word that I can't get ever. <laughs> oh, you sound like me every time I read anything. So, hey, you can order two per customer. So when you're in there picking up that uh, the Final Fantasy 14 doll, you can scoop on over here. Yeah, or yeah, absolutely. Two more of these. Had two more of these. You know, that's only uh, two of those and two of these. It's like uh, twenty four hundred. That's not bad. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good deal. We can Smart we choice. can spin that. We didn't we didn't go to a company luncheon this week, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this yeah, extra funds delegate the money to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, because uh, it's crazy heavy, the product and package packaging dimensional weight is twenty pounds ish. Wow, that's a lot. Wow, it's a big twenty pound statue. Mm-hmm. He's probably about ten to fifteen. The rest of it's probably just packaging. Probably. Uh, After the statue, though, uh, we got some special stuff on the PlayStation Gear Store. Uh, Now, on there, we got some sweet Last of Us 2 guitar straps. There is a uh, Taylor Cotton one. Uh, And then if you're going to get real fancy, there's an actual Taylor Leather one, which jumps the price up quite a bit from $24 to $150. (laughs) That's, That's insane. Genuine leather. Man. You sniff that all day. Mm-hmm. Fresh. <laughs> you got some uh, nice branded Last of Us 2 guitar picks. Uh, looks like they're pack of sixes. One's, uh, one set's a gray. I'm assuming their symbols are on both sides. Uh, uh, one of them has the butterfly on one side. Looks like wolf on the other. Um, the other set is on a like a fire red and brown orange type color 
Mm. Uh, and that's got the butterfly with Last of Us 2 logo under it and then Taylor on the back of the other one. Those are packs of six. They're pretty nice. What else we got? Uh, got some actual really nice jackets that I was looking at. They are pricey, but they are nice. You got a bomber jacket. Not the bomber jacket. Um, what is that? That's the WL. Okay, it's a WLF bomber jacket. What's yep. this other one we got here? Insulated rain jacket. It was doing it big. Sure. Yeah. Man, these are nice. Um, After that, we had some flannel shirts, it looks like. I got your red one. Who wore that in there? Because these are all like pretty much from, from the games themselves. Then, uh, gosh, what was it? That? Joe's brother. Tommy? Was it Tommy? Tommy? Didn't he have a red yeah. flannel? I think so. He's a flannel-looking guy anyway. So He, he is a flannel man. <laughs> <laughs> See, there was a uh, red and black stripe one, and there was also a gray, grayish and white stripe flannel as well. It so appears got, you can uh, get the uh, you can get the Ellie statue on here. This is a different one. Yeah, no, this is a different one. Also very cheap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump to that one in a second. The Abby T, there's an Abby T on here as well. Looks like just a half picture of her on there. It's not too bad. Uh, you got a, a beanie. Uh, these things, there's a canvas cord organizer, which looks very nice with a wrap cord around it, like your book. It, it's like Ellie's journal, I want to say. Mm. That's super nice. There's a, uh, what? is this a dry duck waxed cotton commuter canvas backpack also very nice all <laughs> look to be really good quality uh a, a leather valet tray <laughs> and then this ellie statue uh let's see the details on this guy this one's big this is yeah this is an, a 16 inch one lot of detail it looks like this is also what it's her holding the i guess that would have been a machete that she was using or a giant no it's a giant knife buoy knife yeah 41 uh or 16 inches tall 13 inches in length 13 inches in width and weighs about 13 pounds 13 is the number uh if you want to Scratch that one up, though. That's about $529. That's a so lot. So <laughs> if you add this to your Joel order and your doll order, you're looking pretty good. Yeah, $2,900. That's a pretty nice one I'd like to have on the shelf. Uh, also, there's a bunch of few long sleeve shirts. There's a few button-ups, all with different designs on them. There's a, what is this? A heathered bum bag, which is like your chest strap bag <laughs> over the over the shoulder fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, that's not overselling now. There's last of us two drop kit, which uh, what is this? It almost looks like a, a shaving bag. Uh, extra space phone health kit. Uh, it, what is this? Just a travel bag, almost that kind of just flips open. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm getting out of it anyways. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I uh, got a mug, some stickers, key ring, uh, and then another shirt. 
it's a good amount of stuff on here and they're all or some of them are actually on sale right now uh, i think they were doing like was it 20 percent off on some of these things so yeah it looks like some of them are about that pretty yeah. good stuff on that. definitely a handful of wanna, stuff i think that includes the the collector stuff there there's a Something on here talking about a return of photo mode as well, which I'm guessing they're going to be doing some site of special event for photos. Uh, and then kind you of can contest. tweet them. Yeah, you can tweet them with hashtag T L O U P photo mode. Nope, T L O U photo mode. <laughs> and uh, tag Naughty Dog in it. Looks like to enter. Uh, does it tell you what you're entering for? It does not. Yeah, but it looks like you can enter for something. You're entering for something. Can't go wrong. Not at all. Bunch of stuff, though. Yeah. Like a bunch yeah. of physical content. I really like the bags, the the, the bags and the, the little drop box thing, drop mm. kit. You don't want the over-the-shoulder fanny pack? Oh, that's included in the bags, sir. Don't you worry. I'd, I'd wear that. You're going to wear that? Yeah. You keep your... Close to my- your le- leather card holder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last of us. Drop. Out. Drop it all down in there. Got my sweet flannel on. Sweet flannel. My insulated rain jacket over top of it. <laughs> You'd be dressed to impress her. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be melting too at that mm-hmm. current temperature. <laughs> it would feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Great. But exciting stuff from, yep. from Last of Us. I'm glad to see them doing uh doing some more stuff. Oh, and um I I like I think we were talking about so we're surprised uh they, they haven't said anything about the upcoming series that they're doing on HBO. Uh but I did see that uh Neil Druckmann is actually gonna be directing it. That's uh bring some comfort for sure. Yeah, so you know what's gonna be uh stay as close to home as what it could be. Very true. Now it's good to see that they got him on the, on the roster because I, you know, his guidance is really what makes that game even that much more special. Yeah. He, I mean, a lot of what happens in the game and the stories are based off of, uh, of him. Like he wrote them. Yeah. So it's good. Good to know. Like he had his hand in pretty much everything in the game and it did well. Did good. Did good. Got a good hand. And he's got his own uh, fanny packs after it, so it's great. He does. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Big fans. Yeah. We'll uh, have to check back to at 8, see if we got some more updates. Slide in and do a little extra. Throw it back in at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a little fancy clip in there. Well, story number four. We got Far Cry 6. We'll not have any ray tracing on PS5 and Xbox Series S. Man. So it's a good thing that they didn't just not include it on one console, because that could have caused quite a stir. Bit of a pickle. A real pickle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> George at GameSpot says Ubisoft has confirmed that ray tracing will not, will not, not available, will not be available. Let me fix his grammar here. I'm going to need everybody when they do their I thought these are the certified journalists. What are we doing with our lives? Grammar check. Just a Come on now, Georgia GameSpot. <laughs> I mean, all I had to do was just 
plug it into Google and it's like, hey, well, you're missing like some words. <laughs> Anyways, Ubisoft has confirmed that ray tracing will not be available for Far Cry 6 on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Ubisoft team lead programmer Stephanie Brenham says that the ray tracing would only be featured on PC. In a statement on of two tech radar, Ubisoft says ray tracing is a PC only feature. On console, our objective has been to take advantage of a new hardware cap- capabilities, optimizing performance, targeting 4K, and achieving 60 frames per second. For instance, all while ensuring that existence or experience on the previous generations of consoles would remain consistent. While it looks like Ubisoft wanted to take advantage of the new advanced hardware, the company also wanted to make sure that the PS4 and Xbox One versions would sim- uh, provide a similar experience. However, the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions will still have a better level of detail, draw distance, and HD textures over the previous console versions. The PC version of the game will also have AMD's Fidelity FX Super Resolution, which allows players to use ray tracing at higher resolutions without sacrificing big frame rates. The new consoles are able to offer ray tracing for some games, such as Doom Eternal, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and or which also both new generation and last generation versions like Far Cry 6 does. So how do you feel about, uh, do you feel like they're just not including it because it's not ready in time? Or are they really concerned about the capabilities of this hardware? This one, I'm going to go, they're concerned about the capabilities. Because they've been talking about this game for long enough now. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they're probably just <laughs> one is probably going to be an immense amount of work to get that to work correctly. Uh, then what's the point if they got to take all that work back out because they're going to put it on PS4 and Xbox? Yep. Series one. Yep. And Series one. Instead Jeez, of I don't even know what the console is. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. X cube. Yeah. <laughs> instead of um, running into to the same troubles as some of the other games, like having frame rate drops and all that and, and risking all that they're they're going to do it this way and it'll it'll come out solid uh, i think that's all right it's still going to look beautiful on the consoles regardless oh, yeah. you know i did uh they come back to you about the, the ray tracing thing i did i did turn Deathloop on the whatever the, the beefy mode is the uh yeah yeah the 4k 30 frames ray tracing or whatever the mode is mm-hmm. i turned that on it's not it's not great <laughs> <laughs> is that it that's it's, not where it's at no it it's you can tell it's definitely in uh, 30 frames. It's it's very... Okay. I don't know if it's like frame spikes or what happens, but you can tell when you turn the camera fast. Like You, you can automatically, like, this is this is not the mood I'm going to experience this game in. But it's I, there. I'm starting to notice that a lot on these, uh, on the newer games as well, that are, that are giving you the options to switch. Yeah. Now the the way that you gotta switch it is kind of frustrating. It's not like Spider Man where you just flip flop like bloop bloop. Like it doesn't it doesn't do that. Shut your game down. Yeah, you gotta restart the whole game. <laughs> yeah. So I did. I turned like the last time I played it, I turned that ray tracing mode on. Then I uh, like turned the game off because I was done that night. So the next time I booted the game, it would start in the ray tracing mode, and I completely forgot all about it. <laughs> and I started playing and I was like, well, why? What's and this wrong. And it's not like I went from like playing it that day and just switched just to see what it looked like. This was like another, like the next day. And it was, it was a noticeable difference, like in performance. Ah, uh, okay. Like, uh, and it's, you could just tell like, the, it's just not as smooth. And, that, and now it looks good. Don't get me wrong, but there is no way that could justify playing that in 30 frames like that. 
yeah, the fast paced action of how much you're you're running and turning and sliding and jumping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't want you don't want any of that. <laughs> You'll have it's to try uh, it and, and see if yours is the same same as mine, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's probably across the board. It's gonna run very similar. I'll uh I'll pull the console in and put it on the better TV and check it out. Uh, that's what I plan to do. I wanted to see what it would look like anyway. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, it looks a little. I think it looks fine in performance mode, mm-hmm. but it looks a little better. Maybe it might have it look like a little bit sharper, and you can kind of see like. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's not like it's hardcore ray tracing going on here. It's like it's it's very uh, faint. Like you can tell there's some glare and stuff going on, but it's not enough. It's not enough, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make, this make is, me do it. Then the, some of these newer games, this has been like a trend. Uh, I haven't tried Spider Man in that, but playing Control in it, I played Control all the way through in 30 and ray tracing, where you did it the opposite way. I re- I really liked how that looked. There was a lot of differences in that one because that's reflections off the floor. Just yeah. the environments worked a lot better on that. Like you could see the lights in the ceiling and it, the yeah. glares off the windows. Um, I think I was telling you when I tried Diablo 2 uh, last night, that has uh, it, it, not a ray tracing, but it comes in like an upscaled version, but it has frame rate drops or you could put it in the straight 60. And there was a huge difference in that. Like I'd rather play it in the 60 instead of it being prettier. Cause oh, it was yeah. really clunky and it was doing the spikes like you were talking about. Yeah. that's no um, fun. So I think that's going to be a problem uh, in the future until some of the companies figure out something to do with the hardware. And that'll just be a technology thing. Yeah, it's just how they're going like to a cheaper way to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's what it really comes down to because the parts and everything to do it and, and just the the manpower on it and so much. So hopefully we'll figure out something for that. But but I think Far Cry Six will it, it'll work fine in just that. Yeah, no, I think it'd be it'd, it'd be fine. Like it's gonna look fine. Like, I just hope that now the only thing the only concern I see here is like they intentionally you know where they they want it to be so similar. On, the old gen and new gen. I, I would like to see that start to dwindle away. So we're not holding back development for a previous generation. Yeah. But uh, other than that, that's been our argument for a while. I mean, you this is just I a believe. clear, a clear sight that, I mean, this is intentionally like they, they, yeah. they said it like right out. Like, okay, we're gone. We, we want, we want them to be similar. So you don't like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So you're not going to be upset. I, I, I even think that I would still say that, I'd rather him do that, even if didn't own the newer consoles. Like I, I, I want to see him push that way because it'll drive more, more development and more work towards making the games better. Absolutely. In general, you know, not just for for me or you, like or one other person, you know, just for the whole group, uh, like everyone as a whole. No, I agree. But yeah, uh, that's coming out October seventh. Oh man, that's actually not far. I didn't even realize it. Yeah, it's right oh, around no. the corner. Right around the corner. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna probably. Uh, I'll probably get into Far Cry Six a little later. Like I, I, I probably won't go out and get this one right away. This would be something I play like later on. Just to I'm see. I'm not allowed it... to say that anymore because <laughs> I said that about Deathloop and. 
Because <laughs> you know, deep down, you you heard roguelike shooter, and you're like, yeah, that's gonna yeah. Be, and I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> need it. Did somebody say I can replay this game over and over and make no progress? Because that needs to get bought. No. That's, that's what I want. Yeah. How you telling me I have to start over every day. Yeah. Let me have it. <laughs> yeah. Story number five. We got Chris Pratt his Mario and Nintendo's animated movie coming December there 21st, 2022. Check that out. Man. So this one got me. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, we'll see what shame shame. I think that's how you'd say his name. At the Verge says Nintendo and Illumination's upcoming movie, uh, Mario movie, just got a big update during today's Nintendo Direct presentation. It'll hit theaters on December 21st, 2022, with Chris Pratt set to voice Mario. The upcoming film will also feature a ridiculous star-studded cast of voice actors, including Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, and Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Charles Martinet, who voiced Mario in Nintendo's games for over three decades, will also appear in the film for surprise cameos. Also set to appear in the film are Kevin Michael Richardson as Comic and Sebastian Manis Calco as Spike. So what do you think is, uh, have, I guess, first question, have you seen the old Mario movie, the live action? The original one? Yeah. yeah. That, that gem. Yeah, what a what a movie! It's still a throwback though. I still watch it if, if I see it on. I'm not even gonna lie. It's still <laughs> terrible. <laughs> still terrible. Very true. But uh, what do you feel about an animated, animated movie or yeah, animated? I want to say Marvel for some reason. Mario movie to start. I with. think that's probably the best way to go about it. Um. I think it's going to end up being good. Like right before, like when they were talking about this before they started announcing people, I was like, if this is going to work, they got to have, they have to have good people. Oh yeah. To voice them. You have to have people that everybody, you know, know. I'm surprised Tom Holland's not in here somewhere. Cause Chris Pratt is, <laughs> but I think they, um, I think they picked a really solid cast. I mean, Jack Black throwing him in there too. Charlie day. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be that's hilarious perfect. that's gonna be that's funny. so good <laughs> uh, uh, there's a, well, oh go ahead the Anya, Anya Taylor Joy I don't know her I don't think I, I don't remember what she's in so I can check that. but uh there's a lot of a lot of kickback about uh Chris Pratt playing Mario really yeah I don't know I didn't I didn't look into it I guess people aren't super thrilled about that uh and then there was like they were showing some other people. They said Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, as There's Mario. Wanting yeah. him to be Mario. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> oh, the Anya. She was um, Queen's Gambit. Mm. That's that's why she looked familiar. I haven't yeah. watched that, but I haven't that's either. A, yep, it's a very popular series. One. But yeah, oh, now they. Yeah, the animated part of it. I think they could make this game look or game movie look phenomenal, you know, with the, the animation they can do. The acting, on the other hand, I think, you know, the characters themselves are like Charlie Day, I think, is going to be a hilarious Luigi. Yes. Uh, Jack Black, I think he looks like Bowser already, so that's fantastic. Uh, Seth Rogen. Oh Seth, Seth Rogen, you know, that's going to be hilarious. Uh, Michael, Michael Keegan, or sorry, Key. 
<laughs> him as Toad. Yep. And you know, Honestly, I, I, when I, 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 I think Toad. Yeah, Toad. <laughs> so needy. That's, I just hear uh, Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps every time Toad, just his Toad impression, just his high pitched screeching <laughs> squeal. <laughs> but yeah, so. And Chris Pratt, of course. I don't I don't have a problem with Chris Pratt. He could be he could be in there all he wants. I don't mind. Yep. Don't mind. Oh yeah, and Fred uh Fred Arbesian, uh he was in Portland he did Portlandia and a bunch of other things. Mm. That's where I was uh I had to look at his face to remember. Yeah, that's that's who where he's from. Gotcha. He'll be good too. No, I think it's a good it's a good cast. I mean, like, you couldn't ask for much better. Like they're all good good actors and they should make it pretty good. I saw somebody said uh Nintendo just Googled um <laughs> like actors or or good American actors or good whatever actors. And they were like, All right, they just picked like the first few names on there. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah, pretty they came out there. List, yeah, no. I'm I'm completely content. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Got a, a year a year to wait though. If they don't decide to cancel it, they might cancel it. Well, they announced it now, so it's, it's good. But if if somebody figured out they're making this, it, they've already canceled it. <laughs> they <had> wiped it. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the day before they did the direct, somebody's like, "Oh, they're making a Mario movie." <laughs> you see the Nintendo people would be like. Mm. Mm, cut then, that whole section. You see a guy in the back of the thing before the guy comes out on stage from Nintendo Direct just shredding posters in the Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> They'd been writing it up for the director. They'd been like, just show more Mario Kart 8 things. <laughs> yeah, where this is. Music again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell them about Mario Kart 8. We need Remind them to go them. out there. <laughs> we need more purchases. It's not time for nine yet. Keep them, keep them stuck on eight. Yeah, they'll come out with Mario Kart 8 Plus Deluxe or something. More, eight, play, eight more Deluxe. <laughs> yeah, eight more plus. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyways, so I'm actually really exciting news, though, for store number six. Nintendo Switch Online expanding with Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games in a new membership. Yes. This is this. Is, I was really excited to hear about this. Mm-hmm. But uh. Alex Stedman at IGN says Nintendo is set to expand its uh, Switch Online with a new membership offering classic Sega Genesis and Nintendo 64 games as part of a subscription with a new plan. Revealed as part of September's Nintendo Direct, the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion plan will arrive in late October. Subscribers can continue with their existing plan or add the expansion to their plan. The expansion includes all the features of the base plan along with the new additions. The Nintendo 64 games available in Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion plan launch include... So I'm going to just say they, it makes sense why they made that that Mario thing uh, limited run uh, because I can see them incorporating like more than just like I see they're doing with Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis like I can see them incorporating other games like just to keep this going like it's going to be just this massive catalog of Nintendo content. That's super exciting, and that's that's, that's freaking awesome. So many, so many good things. But they, yeah, the first game right on the list is Super Mario 64, which is, I mean, right there. You're getting, you're getting your money's worth right there because that's that's a phenomenal game. Um, 
Mario Kart 64, and yet again, another mm. a phenomenal game. And that game is really expensive, actually. So yes. to actually go out and buy that. Uh, you got Star Fox 64. That's I never... I never actually played the Star Fox series. It's uh, so good. The the 64 version. I didn't play the others. Uh, the other, sorry. I've, I've, well, I tinkered with the other <laughs> but, ones, but they're not. Uh, they haven't aged well, should we say? <laughs> the, the 64 version, though, was I played that so many times and it took me so long to discover how to go. There's like two routes you can go to go to the other side of the, the star, uh, star system galaxy, whatever mm. you're in. <laughs> um but man that was i'm looking forward to that one yeah it's gonna be good uh yoshi's story mm. uh the legend of zelda ocarina of time let's just there it is my god can we can we we've ask for waiting. more content <laughs> we've been waiting uh win back covert operations i don't know what that one is i don't remember that one uh dr mario 64 uh sin and punishment Mario Tennis 64. There it is. That's going to be good. I'm going to play that for sure. Guaranteed. Uh, future Nintendo 64 games include Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. Snap, uh, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards. Here's one for you, uh, Mario Golf. Yeah, you better get tore up <laughs> on that one. That's the original one. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised at my performance on the new one, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I came out good. the I came out the game with a tie. Yeah, fantastic. Came out <laughs> came out really low, and then got in there and crushed it. Is that putt game? That's where it's, it's, it's that's half of it. Putt game was strong. It's beginner's yeah. luck, man. If I could play play again with you now, I'd probably like be like eighteen over par. So that's okay. It's cool. Be eating them trees up. But you did smash me in that uh, speed run mode, whatever that was, because I had no oh, idea God. what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Smack the ball. Run, 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 run. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, Paper Mario, the original, is coming out as well. And we got F-Zero X. Man. That's starting. Yeah, that's just a, the starting launch. Uh, there's, I mean, some of these were, the last ones I read were future ones. They're not going to be on there at launch, but... Those are going to be later on, which I can imagine they're going to expand that even greater. Um, and here's the list of Genesis titles. They're going to be Castlevania Bloodlines, uh, Contra Hard Corps, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo <laughs> the Dolphin, uh, Golden Axe. That's a classic. I don't know why it made me laugh so much. Dr. Robotnik's old, Mean Bean Machine. Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> yeah. Gunstar Heroes. Uh, fantasy one. Fantasy Star Four, uh, Rise Star, uh, Shining Force, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, Streets of Rage Two, uh, Musha. I don't know what the acronym is for. Uh, it's, a, it's like Mech uh, something something assault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like a bullet hell uh, shooter. Fantasy Star Four again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, with the number, not yeah, the numeral. Yeah. We have one's Roman numeral fantasy star and one's uh, American numbered fantasy star. Very different. <laughs> very, very different games. Yes. Shinobi 3 and Strider. Mm. Solid list there also. But the, uh, yeah, they continue to say multiplayer will be available for certain Nintendo 64 games, both locally and online. 
Well, hold on a second. Multiplayer review. Wow, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah. You better you play, play online. Oh, man. <laughs> and you can get beat up in Mario Golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, that's, that's really cool. Also be able to purchase a Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis controller for $49.99 each. And the wireless, which is also pretty sweet for that price. I'm tempted. I'd be tempted to get the 64 controller. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the one I was. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Uh, nobody wants that Genesis controller. Yeah, probably just use a switch controller. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's the, the 64 controller is so unique to itself. Like, I don't even know how they even drew that up. And was like, this is an appropriate thing to hold in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, trying to go back and use that. It's like you feel retarded. Who did quite this? honestly? Like, it's like it's got the three the three things and it's like some games you have to hold just a middle and right side. Some games are like the two sides. Like there's always that yeah. unorthodox way you had to hit like the C buttons with your finger. So to say it's like, <laughs> all right, aim with your stick, but also uh, you move forward and backward and left and right with the C buttons. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's golden eye. I'm like, what? It's very confusing. But yeah, uh, they didn't come out with the pricing for this expansion uh, for your online plus yet. So that'd that's, become a that's the only thing I'm scared about. I don't know what they would charge extra for this. I wouldn't be shy to say $10. I think I'm going to stand at $10. I want it to be five, but I think it's going to be 10. I would want it to be five. I don't see it no more than 10 because uh, a lot of people aren't going to opt into this and they don't want to punish the people that do want to get into this by making them pay like twice as much. Overpriced, yeah. Because yeah. then that's—I mean—it's just going to scare people away. Then, then this whole this whole thing will—it won't even grow anymore. They'd be like, ah, nobody's paying for it. We're not yeah. going to keep putting games into it, and then it would just die out. Scrap it. So, yeah, I don't want to see that happen. Um, what is it? The only thing I can think, uh, or no, if they add like ten to it, and it's ten on top of the year subscription, that's still cheaper than. The other consoles, that's still a better deal. Oh, absolutely. that's the one thing Nintendo has. Like their uh, subscription-based thing is the best deal out of all, all the the different subscription for the consoles. Yeah, I mean, their service, like their, their service is a little lackluster. Let's be honest, but y- yeah, I, I mean, know. we did just get that Bluetooth headset though. Huh? Yeah, check that but, out. I still haven't updated mine. It's terrible. I totally tried it. You know, that's exactly what we needed for uh, Monster Hunter. You're right. Oh, no, you know what? We can't what, even we can't even talk on there. So that's still that's nothing. <laughs> well, we can hear yes. it. We can hear it real good. <laughs> Gosh, no wires. I thought we were about to be out of voice chat on some monster on there, but no. Nope. That's terrible. Uh, ten more dollars. I stand at ten. I'd be happy to almost say ten is going to be the number. Judging by your previous judgments, I think you're going to end up being right, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Now, now people paying extra ten dollars for this makes them like unlike last time with the NES and Super NES. Now they're kind of obligated to put games on it because people are paying for it. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. maybe you'll see releases a little more frequent and not as sporadic. Sometimes, like they on the NES one, they would be like, "Oh, you get these three games." This three, like every three months or something. And then they sometimes they do it and don't do it. And I don't know. It's very hard to track what when you're going to get a new game on those on those two apps. But yeah, I, I checked them recently. It's a good amount of stuff on there now. It's quite so a bit. I, yeah. I, 
and the libraries are pretty huge for the 64 and, and definitely the Genesis. So, yeah. Oh, there's an endless amount of, uh, 64 games, such a variety too. the 64 had either. It was either like your big bam Nintendo exclusive titles. And then there's a bunch of just random, <laughs> really random stuff, but really good things mixed in there too. And they slap some, uh, quest 64 on there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> or some, <laughs> some, Hey, you Pikachu. So we can all yell at our switches. Like <laughs> so, I'm talking about. And Pikachu never listens, you know, <laughs> I feel like doesn't care. That, uh, what, what is it? The Gemini heroes or so that one, that was a big one for uh 64. Is that the right name? Uh, it's uh, something. Gemini s- Gem- sounds not, I don't know. Gemini. Gemini Heroes Reborn, full trailer for PS4. <laughs> Gemini Force. Gemini Force. Jet, Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force. Boy, I'm making up. <laughs> Man, this game's two ninety nine. You can get this on Steam. Yeah. Gemini Heroes Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Came out uh, in twenty sixteen. Not too bad. That one. Was that a rare game? Maybe that was rare. Did what the one I just read you? The Gemini Jet Force. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I'm, rare, I'm clearly not on the right game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know how uh, Rare is also kind of like not Nintendo, but they have rights for stuff. Because like Banjo yeah. and all them. So maybe this one. Oh, I'll say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm actually pretty excited when October comes and they put this out there. And I, and I'm they finally doing Ocarina. Yeah. Now that's going to be really good. I was actually watching some speed runs of that. About to, about to jump in that. Absolutely not. No. They were actually doing, uh, they were doing, uh, what were they? Like, they were like special runs where they only could use certain items and stuff. Yeah. I think I checked out some of those. That is like only doing certain temples or temple runs. Yeah. You can only do this. I think you couldn't use the sword and stuff in the beginning. It was, a bu- it was a bunch. Then they have ra- they have Ocarina races as well. I've seen. And, uh, that's a pretty pretty long game to speed run. I think it was like three hours or something, four hours. Yeah. Yep. But uh, that's crazy that they they'll they'll finish that game and they'll be like pretty neck to neck, like it's it's tight. Yeah, even at a four hour mark, like that they're that that close. And then they they take different paths too, like, but they always come out at the end like really close together. Mm-hmm. But uh, Banjo-Kazooie is going to be a huge hit. Like uh, a lot of uh, kids nowadays, they probably don't even know who Banjo-Kazooie is. But besides them being in Smash, right? Like, who's this guy? That's true. Uh, so they might actually really Classic. find find Classic that platform. Yeah, find that series pretty good. Uh, Pokemon Snap, people get to experience the original, like where the, you know, the idea came from the new one. Because I'm sure a lot of kids love this new one. It'd be cool to be able to go back and play that. Uh, Majora's Mask. Uh, this one was tough because this was like it's one of those time-based games. I always struggled. I struggled with this. That, yeah, that was before. Uh, that one was the the one Zelda game I really didn't know what I was. Doing. I don't know how I got as far as what I did. I didn't finish that one, so Mm-mm. I'm uh, hoping hoping to go back and actually do that one again. Yeah, I played the uh, remake on the the 3ds. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, 
I mean, it was good. It looked it looked nice. Uh, what they did with it, but it was it was just so like I, I had a really hard time figuring out like what I was supposed to do and and when I was supposed to do it. And I it just I actually had to look it up like and use a guide in the beginning parts of the game because I, I yeah it's very confusing. I didn't know what I was doing, and then you had to get the flute thing and play it that like stop the time or or move time back or something. I think and yep, you can move it forward back or switch days or yeah restart your whole cycle. And I think oh in the gosh, beginning it's like death loop. You had to find, uh, yeah, <laughs> you had to find what some villagers or something, and they're like mixed, or they're playing a hide and seek or something in the beginning. You had to find them all, all the kids or something, and you had to use the flute thing because I couldn't find them all fast enough. And I don't know, I was very confused, and it was stressing me out. <laughs> and that big old angry moon punched me in my yeah, dumb face yeah, every time. Grumbles <laughs> moon. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it'd be cool to actually go back and not actually give it a real gun hook try this time. Sure. Uh, I'd I'd like to see Pilot Wing sixty four on there. Man, not Pilot Wing. <laughs> I played that so much when I was younger, and I was so bad at it. And I'd really <laughs> like to play it again. <laughs> yeah, and even as terrible as what it was, I'd still like to go back and uh, jump in there and do that. I find it funny. Uh, you you start playing like an older game that you knew you were terrible at as a child, and then uh, you play it now. Thinking you're going to be like, man, I've, I've, I've grown so much. I'm going to be able to smash this game now. And you still suck at it. <laughs> still just as bad. Yeah, you feel like you're relapsing into your childhood. <laughs> it sucks the confidence right out of your soul. That's what I need. <laughs> Dad, I'd like to see a Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium would definitely be a good inclusion. Uh, especially if they're doing uh, Pokemon Snap. So, you know, it's not going to be a licensing issue or nothing. Yeah, with getting that, you know, straight. Ooh, snowboarding kids. Ooh, <laughs> that would also be good. Yeah, it's gonna be a great ad- ad- adaptation to the the Switch. I wasn't a big uh, Genesis player. Uh, I played some Golden Axe, uh, obviously Sonic, uh, Sonic and Knuckles, um, some other games on there. I played most of the like, side scrolling beat 'em ups. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of Sega Genesis. I didn't. I think I played Contra on like NES, Super NES. One of them. Yeah, that sounds right. I think that's where I played it at. I didn't play it on. I know that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Contra game on that online thing now for the Super NES. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Echo the Dolphin. I, f- I feel like I see that name pop up. Is there like a remake of that? I think they did a newer version of it. That game's hard. The original one. I feel like I've seen this like recently. Yeah, this is this is what it looks like. Yeah, reminds me of Jaws. You ever played Jaws on the regular Nintendo? Yeah, all those games were hard. <laughs> every every old game is hard. That's why people like. Like people that started out like playing those kind of games are so much better at playing <laughs> games. Have you have you ever noticed yeah. that? Like, <laughs> like they didn't care if you were they punished you nonstop. Like, oh, you just played this for four hours. You died once. Sorry, you have to restart the whole game because you can't save. <laughs> yeah, there's no guides or walkthroughs back then for them, so it was just figure it, was, it out unless you called into places or 
it was just brutal. Every game was brutal. Like people complain about games like uh, like Enter the Gungeon or like Hero Siege or, or like some of those indie titles that are like just bullet mm-hmm. like bullet hell style games. Like that's how like the games were then. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, they were just extremely hard and they were very unforgiving if you die. Like okay, so whatever. Start the game over. Enjoy. But uh, yeah. At games now, it's like, oh, sorry you died. Uh, we're gonna give you three lives, and you can also reset the level, and we can do this. We'll put like fourteen markers on the map for you as well, so you never get lost. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here's a button that'll just skip you past stuff that you can't do. So yeah, absolutely. At games like that, I can't. I cannot do that. Like if like if it's a mini game, like a lock picking thing or something, and it's like, oh, you skipped the puzzle. No, get that. You get. You better get that out of here. I will sit here for four hours and pick this lock until it's unlocked. If I have to, oh, I'll break <laughs> every one of these picks. I'll be mad. <laughs> you will never see me skipping a puzzle because I can't. Because <laughs> I can't do it. No, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah, and most of the time, I, I really hate trying to look it up. I don't want to look it up either. Like I just, I have to sit there and like really figure it out because you get this sense of like eureka when it happens, and it's just, it's just so mm-hmm. satisfying. And if you look it up and do it, you're like, uh, whatever. Then you're like, oh. mad at yourself. <laughs> yeah. you're like I should have known that. Yeah, it was real dumb. I mean, there is times I have looked stuff up and you, sometimes the solution is something dumb and it's like, and it, but it's something you won't figure out. You know, it's like, it's just that dumb. And they're the ones that make me mad. Like who, who, like who is guessing that? Like nobody's doing that. And, uh, mm-hmm. then I have to have a whole moment. But uh, like games like Portal or like the Talos Principle, oh, stuff yeah, like that. No, uh, they're they're fantastic puzzle games where I could just sit there and finagle like those puzzles like all night. I don't know why we're talking about puzzle games. Getting excited. Well, it's getting getting excited. <laughs> A little bit excited over here. Getting the it's all winding up to me talking about Deathloop again. Is what it is. <laughs> I know. I feel it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you gotta you gotta progress a little farther because there's I can't wait to talk about that game. We're gonna have to have a, like a like a spoiler cast or something for Deathly, <laughs> so I can get it out yeah. my system. Been playing a lot of it. I did do something really dumb, and I I thought I uh, used my residium to purchase a weapon, and uh, obviously I didn't do that. And I threw it on the ground to pick something else up, and now it's gone oh, forever. No. It's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's very upsetting because it was it was a a, a, a four pounder. Well, okay. a, pur- a purple four pounder, and uh, when you shot it, it would uh, create a gas cloud that would poison the enemies. Mm. You know, so it's fantastic because even if you missed, it would still do the the gas thing and uh, it, like choke them out. So, you know, really upset about that. But similar thing happened. I had an orange weapon, mm. and uh, that was when I still had it switched online, and I got murdered enough to where I started a whole new day again and I was quite upset because <laughs> I didn't have enough uh, I, I couldn't get back to my body to grab my residium before oh yeah yeah yep. uh, getting to you know keep it at the end of the day and uh, it's gone and I don't remember what <laughs> way I did it to go back to get it so. <laughs> I, I haven't came across in, uh, that rarity yet so yeah I that's was... the only one I did and it was completely random i was like oh what's this and it was a big old honking sniper nice they're my favorite so far i think i can well, i wish i could tell you where it was so 
or what part of the day it was on. But I don't remember. Man, I sling I sling some rounds out of that one shotter. Yeah. But uh that the the shotgun with the, the double like drum thing you put in the side is probably my favorite like all time weapon. Like that's my go to if, if things go awry. <laughs> Let me get that out. Work, it's like yeah. a sniper shotgun too. Yeah. It's really accurate. And it's like usually one shot on mostly everything. Yep. Yep. Right to the chest too. You don't have to hit them in the face. Pow. I think it shoots two rounds at once is what it is. But I, I always I always forget to look at my ammo to see if it's actually like I can confirm that it shoots two bullets at once. Uh, it's no time. No it's time. always in a panic. <laughs> yeah, usually because it's going bad, and that's why I got to get it out. <laughs> but I think that's all I got. What do you? Uh, any thoughts, comments, or concerns on your on your half there? Let's see, excited about this switch thing. Um, kind of want to. Maybe we'll go over the actual Nintendo Direct at some point. Uh, Maybe this week or next episode. Yeah, we can try to plug it in in, in the beginning of maybe next week if we don't do it prior. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I think it was a pretty solid uh, week. Yeah, it was a good week. A lot of good news. Got a good Nintendo news. That's always fantastic. Oh, and Metroid Dread is coming in two weeks. Very true. Something like that. So that's something to look forward to. Get your hands on. But I think that's all I got for this fantastic episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And you can find us on Patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn where you can support the show because we greatly appreciate that. And until next time, take care. <laughs>